messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are going to talk about TV commercials tonight. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. My mouth, it's so excited. My name is Andrew Walsh, here with Genevieve Has. Genevieve, do you remember who uh, who that is? Well, My I, mouth, it's so excited. I don't remember so much as... I read it on the show sheet, but oh. yes, I do know that that's Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott, there was a, I guess a series of commercials from the 90s for something called um, Frosted Cheerios. Yeah, okay. So not Honey Nut Cheerios and not Frosted Flakes, but Frosted Cheerios. And it was chock-a-block with famous people. <laughs> I think it had... I think it had... But queen- like famous people at the level of Chris Elliott. And a Queen Latifah. All right. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. And I want to say another Chris Elliott level person, like maybe the Bueller Bueller guy. Right. Um, that Republican dude. Yeah. Anyway, and then there were some other surprising people in the commercial as well. Anyway, I was doing my thing. Oh, actually. Ben Stein. Ben Stein. Win Ben Stein's money. As a matter of fact, this will be a great time to shout out our listener, whose name I don't remember, but... Sort of on theme for today. Yeah, I know. I am a mess today, as usual. So thanks for putting up with us. But um, uh, we have a listener who a long time ago wrote in to say, hey, uh, I, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but he stumbled onto an old VCR and, and a bunch of old VCR tapes. And he said, hey, I'm going to try digitizing these. Yeah, I remember and that. And then ended up having kind of so much fun doing that and also being a listener of the show and liking commercials, he started digitizing all the, and going out and finding old VHS tapes and then digitizing just the commercials and then creating um, montages on YouTube of nothing but like the the commercials from this 1989 airing of an NBC <laughs> miniseries or like or movie of the week or movie of the yeah. week exactly and I, I'm kind of uh, stalling here while I will say this: YouTube makes it so incredibly difficult to get to your um, to get to your list of favorites. Do you yes, find that it's too? like they hate that you have anything <laughs> yes. that, that you've chosen anything that they didn't choose for you. What is with? And as that? you said earlier today, YouTube selections for me are not fire. No, right sometimes they're good. And I'm YouTube. With, weird YouTube stuff. looks at me and thinks you exclusively want to watch. SNL skits that you yes. missed the first time. And I I don't not want to watch those, but I don't exclusively want to watch those. Is SNL just like <laughs> I know. paying... Does, is That's, it you? Is it our... Because I'm not a big SNL... I'm, listen, I don't hate SNL, but I'm not a big SNL guy no. at all. But I feel like every day YouTube's like, yeah, but have you seen this <laughs> SNL skit from 2013? <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I haven't seen any <laughs> SNL skits from 2013. And I don't usually click on it. Of course, then it beats you down. Yes, and then you, you click on one. On it, and then we're, and, it's a, now, and we're just, now you're in the belly of the beast. Now we're just infected. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so having said all of that, am I any closer to telling you uh, the name <laughs> of this Now you've got YouTube that disease shit? that makes people zombies from 28 days later. <laughs> Wait, what is that disease? Okay, this is very off topic, but we have sort of a thin show sheet today, so I think it's okay. And also, I'm still like digging <laughs> through a bunch of things I favorited on YouTube to find, yet I'm not finding what I wanted. This is maddening. 
Well, this is the worst. Should we I, start over? So you remember the movie Twenty Eight Days Later? I do remember, which I really yes. liked because it was like the first mm-hmm. of the of the new zombie movies where the zombies are fast, mm-hmm. and they kind of got around it by having them not be zombies per se, but just like infected with a bad disease that made them be like zombies, mm-hmm. and. The way that the z- disease gets out into the populace is some animal rights activists, like, how dare they not want eight, you know, primates to be horribly experimented on? Some animal rights activists break into a se- super secret lab, and there's all these chimps and, you know, apes and stuff in, in terrible tiny cages, and they're just watching, like, if my memory serves, they're just watching, like, it's sort of, you know, a clockwork orange type of thing mm-hmm. where they're just like watching horrible shit on TV mm-hmm. and they let them out of the cages and then they like get bitten by the infected apes and then the d- disease is out there. And again, this can't be right as I think as I say it out loud, but like it sort of read like I mean, they never get into exactly the details of what this disease is. They just call it the rage. Mm-hmm. But my memory is that somehow some part of what infected them was like being subjected to humanity's just, you know, mm-hmm. brutality and mm-hmm. brutishness, mm. which was always I, a, a real, I learned it from watching you. I okay. I learned it from watching That movie was pretty fun and, and enjoyable as zombie yeah. movies go and thrillers, you know, like action thrillers go. But And it did a lot for wind power. <laughs> yeah, really, it was an endorsement of wind power, but a real condemnation of animal rights activism. Yes, true. Um, well, you bought me plenty of time to figure out what the hell I was talking about. Again, I blame YouTube's terrible UI, but um, as listeners of certainly some of my other podcasts know, I don't think I got into it here, but I like sitting here in my studio after hours playing dumbass video games on one computer and then having the other computer, sometimes with the aid of my new Instagram projector, which I'll project under the wall, just some sort of kind of visual stimulation that I'm not paying a lot of attention to. Right. It's often it's just like something that is kind of flickering lights and colors. Like those apes in 28 Days Exactly later. sets the mood for me. And so I just like to look for random things, something like, I don't know, one of those like eight hour train ride videos you can put on the background, drone videos, old, old videos of, you know, I have talked about this a lot, like kids in the 80s, teenagers in the 80s messing around with black and white security footage from a Circle K. Ooh. I'm sure you'd be into you that. You were joking, but that actually sounds <laughs> awesome. A live stream of that. Having said all of that, one thing that I landed on the other night was Somebody had uploaded something like, let's see if I can find the actual one. It was like, here, uh, February 13th, 1990, commercials during network TV premiere of Dirty Dancing on CBS, part one of two. And this video is 12 minutes long, and it's nothing but the commercials and promos for things coming up later on the station. And again, 1990s television. I mean, this is, I mean, this is just a midlife crisis in a bottle for me. I love it. I get high on seeing like commercials I've forgotten about and interstitials and the vibe of everything. And so I'm enjoying the, this type of thing. I'm, I'm watching one after another after another. And then I realize, oh, the channel I'm watching is called CRT Afterglow. That's our dude. That's our dude. We, I mean, I don't want to overstate this, but I think we kind of helped inspire that because yeah. it was listeners. We inspired Zach, him. We launched him. We're, and we deserve... We, 
half the proceeds. Hall, yeah, half the proceeds. What are the proceeds? Who's proceeding? <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, Zach, who's proceeding and how do we get our sticky fingers on that green? Let's make a deal. We'll split half the prote- proceeds of this podcast yeah. with you and you split half the proceeds of <laughs> It'll be an your easy, YouTube channel It'll be an us. easy transaction, I promise. Yes. So anyway, yeah. So if anybody's interested or going through a midlife crisis like me and you grew up around the same time and you love just seeing these commercials, which are a blast from the past, it's so much fun because you'll be introduced to things that you have never seen before but you just dig the vibe that that sweet early 90s vibe and then other ones you'd be like i would have never remembered this commercial if you'd given me a million years to come up with it but as soon as you see it you're like oh this isn't great there is a p there's a wrinkle in my brain dedicated to this dentine commercial you know what i mean right and so anyway thank you if zach is still listening thank you for all of your work there your channel is amazing you have hundreds of videos up here and it's just uh it's exactly as i describe it so i'll stop geeking out on that but again congratulations to zach i guess congratulations on making me happy um (laughs) anyway that chris elliott clip you heard was from a commercial that was buried like halfway through one of Ah, those things Got it. Yeah. So, um, all right. That's going to do it for today's show. <laughs> you said it was a little thin. No, uh, we had an idea for a podcast that we'd been playing around with for a while, like a topic here. Turns out there might be fewer examples of this right now than we thought. Yeah. But I think we're on. That's what you get when you're on the bleeding edge of yeah. something. Yeah. We're predicting that there will become a lot more commercials that incorporate podcasting into their universe, into their world yeah, building. Yeah, just like, it's not a commercial for podcasts. No. It's just like, hey, we're tr- going to try to sell you these uh, yeah. bed sheets or whatever, but it, the characters in this have a podcast. Yes, in the same way that you might have like a, po- a, a commercial set in an office place right, or exactly. a kitchen. Exactly. It's going to become like a pot, like podcasting is going to become just like, a part of the part of the landscape and so we thought hey there's a few of these out here let's find them all and do a show on it. and it turns out there's just a few of them out there yeah. it's also very as, hard to find as, because as of- it dawned on me with growing horror <laughs> at uh t-minus five minutes before we were supposed to record tonight i was like which was like an hour and a half ago which was about an hour and a half ago <laughs> i thought i was saying to andrew andrew i might have um, overstated my confidence in this concept a little and you and i are very like <laughs> Underpromise, over-deliver kind of people. <laughs> so we're just setting the tone here at the beginning. But uh, we did find some. And Wait, also, we have, we over-deliver? Well, no, we definitely underpromise though. And we underpromise we, and so, and then somehow underdeliver. We underpromise and eh, deliver. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we did. We have some examples we want to share with you, and also a couple of radio hosts. That, so that's you know. For those of you who are unfamiliar, before podcasts, there was something called radio. Yeah, we had to broaden out this concept yeah. a little bit. I mean, had the show. I'm sure we could find plenty more like radio-themed TV commercials, but there are two for very different, not very different products, but you know, different products that are almost exactly alike. We yes. want to share those with you. And a little follow-up. We did a show. God, I thought this was last year, but it was actually like kind of a year and a half ago about double entendres in commercials where you think they're talking about something dirty, but it turns out it's not dirty yeah. at all. What is it? What is it? Exactly. We do it after lasagna. Um, so we had talked about those, but I found a couple of new entries to that can and I want to throw throw in there. And we have a couple of voicemails today, including Genevieve, do you consider this to be a dreamy podcast? I don't. Well, somebody had a dream about wow. after these messages. That so I exciting. would say it is a dreamy podcast, quite literally. So let's uh, get started by talking podcast. What a place for. 
Remember the original idea I had for a podcast I wanted to do with you? Yes, I was going to describe a movie that I hadn't seen in a long time to you, which I just did with the movie 20. That's why I was thinking later. of it. I was kind of like thinking, like, I, I kind of don't want to talk about commercials right now. I want you to tell me about the plot of 21 Days Later, even though I've already seen it. Um, or wait, 20, I said 21, 28 Days Later. Yeah, I mean. 21 wasn't enough for it to really fall apart. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a interesting movie but it's just leading up to it but um anyway that would still be a fun podcast if you ever wanted to start another one i've always said i wanted to have four podcasts there's so many movie podcasts that i would be very hesitant to start that one but i think it would be so fun and it would honestly be like the lightest lift of any podcast it would just be like you wouldn't we wouldn't have the whole point would not be to be to not watch the movie in advance and it would be like probably like a 15 minute podcast where we just have a couple of beers and i say genevieve what and we you don't get to do any research right no of course (laughs) not. no i have to sit down and then find out what the movie is Um, and okay. I only get like one pass if it's um, a movie I literally haven't seen. This would, this would be a really good podcast, actually. Maybe this maybe. is a podcast where we talk about ideas for other okay, podcasts. Okay, okay. Let me get. To, I'm sorry. Let Let me get to what we actually <laughs> want to talk about here. This is the TV commercial that, and maybe it's because I work in radio and podcasting that it just is so corny to me. And this is the one that I think we see a lot that inspired today's topic. It's for Humera. Which is for colitis. Well, it's for a bunch of things. I think Humira is one of those things that um, it, it can treat a lot of autoimmune disorders. Mm-hmm. In this case, it's more it's being pitched for people who have colitis, which is a gastrointestinal uh, disorder. But I, or Crohn's. Crohn's, and these are all autoimmune. Along, yes, and things related. that affect your digestion yeah. essentially. So, which autoimmune can take a lot? Make you know, it can affect a lot of different systems. So. And this is so. As I put it indelicately when I was talking to Camaro Kev on TBTL a couple of weeks ago, this is the commercial about a couple of podcasters who start a podcast in their garage, but they're running into trouble because one of them keeps shitting her brains out and has to keep leaving the podcast, which it's true. I just don't think is that great of a setup. Live radio. Yes. Bingo. Boingo, bango, as Camaro Kev might say. I'm not sure. Um, or there's another, I think it's a Humera commercial where they're in a band together. Yes, and you they're going to walk live... on stage. Like, yeah, you can't just like walk off I stage. I think as I proved today, it doesn't matter when you start your podcast. Right, exactly. And you can hit pause yeah. and just like say, hey, can you give me a second? Like, I'm. I got to uh, go shit my brains out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what's really galling about this is. Just how they imagine <laughs> podcasting. Now, listen, I don't want to like, you know, I love my setup. You don't here. want to pot. You don't want a studio shame. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's like one of those things where I, I don't want to make it sound like I don't like, like I'm dealing with nothing here. I'm actually pretty lucky. I like my studio setup. I got a couple of computers. I got an audio board. Like, you know, I have a fine setup, but like. This is just a room. Yeah. I got some CDs over there. You know what I mean? Like, I got yeah. a printer in there. Like, this is not a radio studio. We got that lamp for you. Yeah. I got, hey, Genevieve got me a lamp. Um, but, of course, in through the eyes of, of marketers who want to tell the story of podcasting, young women podcasters, they're going to do this in their garage. How humble. But, like, they create this studio that is, like, 
It's like if the TV show Friends were still around right. and somebody made... It's the Monica and Rachel's apartment of podcast studios. I mean, they have cushy chairs. They have this amazing sign behind them that Which says... Which you don't need. Christina and Katie's podcast. That is like, they've got a whole logo and it's very like kind of, you know, kind of uh, modern cutesy logo with lights around it. Yeah. They have all of this um, uh, sound dampening, which frankly I need. Now, here's the deal. You know what I'm just noticing as I scrub through this kind of on pause? They are they are apparently filming themselves. And okay. a lot of podcasts do do that now. So a lot of my complaints about how how nice they have this this transformed garage set up. If you are doing one of those podcasts where you're you're streaming it live or recording yeah, it, it, I guess I nice. can see that. But like, where did what are their Christine and Christina and Katie? Where did they get the money for this? What is their podcast about? I mean, it's this about is, true crime. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh, do they just read Wikipedia? Yeah, they read they read a Wikipedia article about an old crime. Yeah, um, and it is amazing. But as they and I guess I'll hit play on this, although I'm pretty sure it's all just voiceover, right? Yeah, and it's all about the the medicine that will stop the brain shitting out. Yes, and there is which some, we don't give a shit about. Um, I actually, what you know. It's funny. I want to talk about some of the. I've, I found a conversation about this exact commercial on Reddit. <laughs> I want to share some of the the comments. And I actually want to keep in mind, although Reddit, a place where people can throw barbs, almost everybody who's like, well, shitting on this commercial, um, is also saying. But by the way, it is a horrible disease to yes, deal with. Right. So let's everyone, not laugh about that. Everyone if you are has dealing total with sympathy Crohn's, for Crohn's. If you are dealing with, yeah. if you're colitis or anything, like I, I honestly, and we say that all the time too because we're snowflakes, but I really don't want to like make it sound like we're laughing at your disease. It no. really is a serious thing, but this commercial is just so ridiculous. And again, it, well, God, I'm going back because I was going to say, if you're if you're doing a podcast, you can just hit pause. But if they are live streaming it, I see they have a DSLR camera here with a red light. Are they on live it. streaming it or just recording it and airing it? Maybe the point here is they're doing something live. It is this one shot that I am freeze framed on here, Genevieve, that does show a camera on them and kind of indicating live, which is something a lot of podcasts do. So or some podcasts do. So I don't know. Maybe that's it. They're live. They can't hit pause. And this that colitis the is getting in the way. For Humera, you can't hit pause. You can't hit pause on, on your life. life. Yeah. Genevieve. <laughs> you can't hit pause on your life. We should be so much richer than we are. Like many people with moderate to severe ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, I was there. Be right back. Okay, so she just had to stop in the middle of her podcast. She takes off her headphones. She looks miserable. She's gripping her stomach. If this was really live, then her podcast partner should have looked anxiously at the camera. Yes, her moment. podcast partner is trying to figure out what's going on. You're right here. back. Oh, okay. But my symptoms were keeping me from. And my now later on, I think they're in their home, in one of their homes, or maybe their partners. It's hard to say. Um, Look at their little dinner. post-it notes in the background there, yeah. where they've got like ideas for the show. Just like my two-color like post-it notes post-its. right over here. Only minor re- regarding uh, Minecraft coordinates. Oh, God. One is even... where my amethyst castle is, <laughs> and one is where my home is. 
I'm not even joking. This is a true Can story. Can you just put up a po- uh, at least one post-it that's about your work? Can I just put one post-it up that says you can't press pause on your life? Yes. So anyway, now there, there it's a, there's a reason I'm uh, detailing this here. I'll tell you later. But so now they're like in one of their living rooms or maybe their shared living room. Um, and they're eating some takeout food. And it looks pretty good. The woman with colitis is, you know, n- avoiding her food while the other one is chowing down. It looks like they have burgers. But they also do a close-up on these onion rings that look delicious but you can tell the person who's struggling with colitis is like very jealous and looking at the onion rings longingly but is not touching them but my symptoms were keeping me from where i needed to be now they're back in the studio the garage so well one of them is one of them is and she looks concerned because the other one isn't there she's probably on the toilet um (laughs) but then suddenly the dark you see like her co-host is looking sad and there's literally like a shadow on her face but then all of a sudden as you hear the music change the garage door goes up and light floods across her face and she gets a big smile so i talked to my doctor and learned humira is for people who have uc or crohn's disease now they're ready to podcast and humira helps people achieve remission that can last they're so so happy to be able to podcast again humira can lower your ability to fight infections oh my god she is talking so far away from that microphone if you have if you have two co-hosts, put the microphones between you because as she's looking at her co-host, yeah. her mouth is so far away from the microphone. That's one of my pet now peeves. Now, let me ask you this. They leave the garage door open to record yeah, or, that's or a to bet. broadcast, and yeah. they put the sound baffling up behind them. Yeah. What's, What's the, the point, point of that? As, as a siren goes by yeah, or, right. or even your neighbor's SUV. Oh, my God. Um, I don't like their true crime podcast. I don't like their true crime podcast either. Um, Can you read some of these Reddit comments? Yeah, so here's some of them. Okay, one person did say, I haven't seen this commercial. This is under the commercials I hate subreddit. Um, But as someone with the UC, I can say I'd rather sit through a month of... Okay, the person who originally posted this wrote, listening to the Christina and Katie podcast may be worse than having ulcerative colitis. And the first person said, I haven't seen this commercial, but as somebody with UC, I can say I'd rather sit through a month of... Doug and Emu clockwork orange style. Oh, that's the Emu. Doug and the Lemu Emu. Then, uh, Which we don't care for. Have the shitty disease the rest of my life. And a bunch of people are like, yeah, that is a terrible disease. Sorry for your condition. Other people are saying, those onion rings look amazing. They did. I think they're beer battered. Which they do. Uh, The person who responded to that said, I would destroy those onion rings. And then I would destroy her toilet. (laughs) Um, uh, Let's see here. Then other people are like, a podcast. Oh, my gosh. How relatable. Um, has the party started six months ago posted and they're literally sitting in the garage taping a podcast who gives a flying f blank 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 if one of them has to take a pit stop hit the pause button it's not like you've got an apollo 11 (laughs) counting down on the launch pad disclaimer not trying to make fun of anyone with colitis they have my sympathies (laughs) i like the way that everybody who's in commercials i hate is very sensitive um Let's see here. Uh, then there's a long conversation about whether or not these two are a couple. I think it could go either way. Yeah, exactly. I think it could go either way, too. <laughs> Independent Brain 853 says, my my wife told me they were lesbians. I had no idea. <laughs> Which is uh, funny. Uh, there's a really funny one here. And then my wife told me what lesbians are. <laughs> there's a really funny one here that's way too crude. Um, that I, So I, I will protect you all from that. And then, oh, yeah, there's one here that actually... That actually points out the the mic placement issue. Yes, he takes he or she takes issue that the same issue you did and says, um, 
instead of speaking into the mic, the one woman looks at her partner while speaking, looks so dumb. <laughs> I love mic discipline pedants. I know, They're my too. favorite pedants. Me too. Yeah. Anyway, people do not like this. Again, I am on a subreddit called Commercials I Someone Hate. Someone asks, who is Christina and who is Katie, which I also think is a good <laughs> that question. That is a good question, too. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, that's the commercial that launched this episode of After These Messages, for better or for worse. Now, I don't know anything about this next one. Genevieve. This is telling you this shows you how much of a bottom of the barrel i was scraping to find references to podcasts this is another this is another um drug commercials for a drug called restasis and i can't at the top of my head recall uh chronic dry Dry eyes eyes. so not as sort of uh dire a situation as uh ulcerative colitis but you know you don't like it doesn't sound great who wants it um so this is a woman uh, who has dry eyes, but she, this is a lady who is just getting it done. Like she is so busy. She's like fixing her car, bake, like making a huge meal. Yeah, she's out in their garage. Doing a with... ton of arts and crafts. Yeah. And this is where the podcast comes in because amongst the many things, she's fixing that old like jalopy or classic car or something. Um, while she's doing all these things, one of the like, umpteen million things they show her doing is she's silk screening her own t-shirt and the logo on this oh t-shirt is a microphone like a logo of a microphone that says you're on mute which i take to be that is the logo of her podcast that she also so makes because she never sleeps you're that's why she has dry fucking eyes <laughs> dry sleeping so you think she's a podcaster i have not gotten to the part i'm watching this now on quiet it have it, co- it goes by real fast it's kind of in i think you've already passed this it. is this is why this fits the theme because she's at one point um silk screening a t-shirt oh here it is you're on mute oh you're right Unless maybe her friend has a podcast. Well, either way, someone's got a podcast. Let me tell you what it took to get into this show, if you're a commercial. (laughs) The acknowledgement of podcasts. (laughs) Should we dig up? I mean, I'm assuming this is, again, going to be all uh, voiceover. Look at you. You mastered the master bath. You created your own style. And you, yes, you, turned a sourdough starter into a sourdough finisher. So when you learn your chronic dry eye is actually caused by reduced tear gas. Yes. 2020. Did I mean Coney 2020? I think you did. I think I meant COVID-19. We don't call it COVID-19 anymore. We're going to drop the 19, didn't we? Um, yeah, we should drop COVID-19 because it's now way past that. But Oh, I see. Um, it, I, it, COVID-19 it shall be, I guess. You created your own style. There's the and t-shirt. You, yes, you turned a sourdough starter into a sourdough finisher. So when you learn your chronic dry eye is actually caused by reduced tear production due to inflammation, you take it on. By talking to your I actually like this scene. They do yes. show her. She's waiting for the doctor. I actually like office. this lady. Yeah, me she too. She seems and, like a cool lady. And she's got one of those, what would you call it, like a little medical model of a of a human eyeball about the size of a softball. Yeah. And she's like turning while she's waiting for the doctor. She's turning it around in her If you've ever seen hand. this scene in 40-Year-Old Virgin where Steve Carell goes to, yes. he, he goes to a Planned Parenthood and picks up a plastic model of a vagina and it falls apart in his hands. <laughs> right before it falls apart in his hands is the look she's giving this thing. I like it. I don't think we need to play any more of that, though. No, right? no. She yeah. just gets her dry eyes fixed. But anyway, but she, she there's, is. There's her podcast T-shirt that she's putting. She's about to put on. Is that going to be the, the screenshot this week? I, don't, I always paint you into a corner. The screenshot can be whatever you want on uh, on Facebook this week. Um, but you said there's The actually... lady having the orgasm when Frank Thomas talks to her was a good choice, though. <laughs> Last week. Um, so you said there actually is a real podcast yes. called You're On 
on mute? Yeah, so I just want to read you a quick, because I was like, that's a top, I saw that you're on mute, and I was like, there's got to be a podcast called that. Yeah, and again, very COVID era. It just, that didn't even occur to me. Of course, this was like the starter, the sourdough, sourdough starter, starter, and you're on mute, you're a, on mute. A, a common mistake for the Zoom meetings. Yes, right. exactly. So here's a description of you're on mute, which kind of made me laugh, because it's sort of, after these messages adjacent, um, it's about advertising technology, the internet, and you. It's a podcast that attempts to explore and explain what it all means and why it even matters. Um, this is the description. Have you ever wondered why that pair of shoes is following you around the internet? Or is my phone really listening to me? Oh, you're changing voice here, dude? Come on. Oh, have you wondered? Or, or is, is my, my phone really listening to me to inform the advertising I see? Or maybe you, now we're back to you, want to learn more about what laws and legislation are being put in place to protect you and your data question mark that's not a question wow this is terrible right i know I, i'm sorry like the editor and me just can't help it in every a year on mute episode we will try to answer questions uncover truths and provide facts all with a side of cynicism humor and randomness oh the randomness explains your writing style <laughs> you're randomly going from first to second I love, person i love that like this podcast did nothing to us but we're just like putting them on blast for no reason except that their the name of their podcast was like you know tendent tangentially involved in a commercial we looked at. And for those who noted it, I just want to put it out there. Yes, I realized I was making fun of somebody's mic placement a moment ago, and then I talked with my mic muted. I I, <laughs> I know. Pile on. Pile on. Heal thyself, podcaster. <laughs> anyway, they're on episode 13, so they're still finding their feet. Or is this one of those where it's episode 13 and they stalled Season. out? Or oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when this came out. Yeah, the last one I see is um, yeah episode thirteen. I'm looking for the date. I guess it doesn't really matter. We don't have to advertise somebody else's podcast here. But um, yeah, it actually doesn't sound doesn't sound. There's only terrible. thirteen episodes, so I don't think they're a huge, you know, they're not a huge thing competition with us. Their last episode was October fifth of 2021. Not that long ago. No, very inconsistent. It looks I'm like gonna, they come out about once every six months. Yeah, I'm going to give them a word of advice. I do think that obviously quality is not something that I can speak to, but I can talk <laughs> <Frequency>. to <laughs> consistency and frequency. <laughs> you can't do like October 5th and then prior to that May 27th and then December 31st. Wow, yeah, you are. Oh, I see what happened. They were cranking them out monthly for a while. You had September, October, November, December, and then it just went to May, and then the next October, and this, that, they may have published their last one. No offense, guys. Yeah, no offense, you're on mute. But hey, everybody, you're on mute might be up for grabs as a podcast title. And how did I not realize my microphone was muted? I was on mute. <laughs> Jesus. I love how, just love how, like, judgmental I'm being while doing everything wrong. All right, let's move on. This is a Reese's peanut butter cup. Yes, again, the most glancing references to podcasts, but this is one of those Will Arnett voiceover, oh, God, you know, I close up it. on the on the candy itself against an orange background, which I actually think that is Oh, the visuals nice are great. They make me want these things so bad, Heck but yeah. I hate Will Arnett's sorry, not I just hate the phrase sorry, not sorry. I hate it when somebody emails me something and says, you're going to like this. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I hate that so much. Somebody on uh, the internet called me bruh the other day, and I was like, you do not call me. Get a Kindle, bruh. I wrote, I have a Kindle, bruh. Yeah. I don't like being called bruh. Yeah, I don't a... like people saying, you're welcome, when I didn't say thank you, and I don't like sorry, not sorry. So that's really sort of 
three strikes and Reese's is out because that's kind of the whole vibe. I scared the cat <laughs> with my rant. Um, so what's this got to do with podcasting? Well, why don't you give it a play? Okay, can I ask you a quick question before we do that? Since yeah. we're just mostly being silly today anyway. What is your favorite Reese's? Pieces, cups, oh, okay. giant cups. Well, can I say, I know that it should just taste the same as a cup, but I somehow like the texture of the Easter egg. The Oh, the Easter egg. I thought you were going to say the mini cups. No. Because there's also the mini cups. I go Easter egg. It's about the size of a of a cup, probably roughly, but mm-hmm. I think that the peanut butter is slightly thicker. I believe that. In it. And I like... Smoother? And I like... I don't know if it's smoother. I think it's the same peanut butter, but there's also not... I just like the the texture of the, the chocolate dome over the peanut butter. You know, as far as frequency of eating, I find myself... <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that phrase <laughs> just made me laugh. The frequency of eating? That's my other podcast. <laughs> kind of, Can we just... I'm, partying, I'm partnering gonna, with Katie and Christina. Yeah, the frequency of eating. It. Yeah. Um, but... I, for some, like I'm not around a lot of candy, but around the holidays, we end up being in possession of uh, a lot of the little mini cups, right? Yeah. And I like those. I like to pop them in the freezer, as a matter of fact, sure. sometimes. But I think, even though I haven't had it in years and years and years, Desert Island Reese's, I think I would do pieces. What? I love Reese's pieces. So just get some. It just seems weird just to go to the store and buy what is candy. in a Reese's Pieces? I think it's the same thing. It's a little peanut butter. But where's the chocolate? It's like an M&M. The chocolate is the chocolate shell. The chocolate is the chocolate shell? Because I mean, it's the, a candy the M- shell, but I think it's a chocolate shell. You're right. Well, it's a chocolate an M&M shell M&M is a candy shell? shell but yeah. um, here, let's just look up Reese's Pieces. Wikipedia. I just uh, would like to point out that we were making fun of podcasts that just uh, use Wikipedia. Wikipedia articles. Yep. Um... Let's see. They're oblate, spheroid in shape, and covered in candy shells that are colored yellow, orange, and brown. I love the colors. It just says it just calls it a peanut butter candy. I don't think there's any so chocolate there's no, involved. There's no chocolate involved. I didn't know that. Well, I don't. That's need why the they're not. That's why they're not my desert island. So they're actually good for you. Then it's just peanut it's butter. It's just peanut butter, which is famously very healthy. I can for just you. put some of these. I can put some <laughs> jelly. Some bread. I can put some jelly on a piece of bread. Sprinkle these on. And put another. Um, put another piece of bread on there and eat it. Okay, you have a Reese's Pieces commercial here. It's probably fifteen seconds, right? These things usually short, go by yeah. very quickly. Let's take a listen. This better be very podcast forward, Genevieve. Otherwise, you're <laughs> fired. And I'm getting uh, Christina and Caitlin in here. Katie. Katie. If the peanut butter in a Reese's could talk to the chocolate, what would it say? You complete me. Should we start a podcast? Who does your ridges? Acknowledged. It acknowledged podcasts. Podcast. I'm telling you, there was it was not a rich vein this just, week. I just don't know how we somehow landed on a show where we are being so bitchy to other podcasts. <laughs> And yet turning in one of our worst performances as podcast producers. It's just astounding to me. And it's especially funny because I had, I had, uh, like uh, done a working title of this show, which was "I Never Met a Podcast I Didn't Like." I I love that, <laughs> but I figure we won't go with it because you don't like using the titles that we come up with ahead of time. Can we take a quick podcast break and go to um, the world of 
talk radio, specifically morning radio, you and I were scrambling around looking for examples <laughs> of podcasts. And then I said, well, what about talk radio? And you and I... And then I said, that's very timely because oh, right. Howard Hessman, a.k.a. John, Dr. Johnny Fever of WKRP, died this week. So this is a timely... And then I said, it, we, I said we should make the whole show a tribute to him and pretend like it was intentional. I didn't even know that. That's really sad news. Yeah. I can't he say was I, quite old. I can't say I... Wa- he was 81, yeah. you know, um, which is old, but, you know... Could have still had some, a few more years, but um, so it's just really sad. Here, I'll just play this. You know, Johnny, I just don't know how you do it. Do what? A four-hour show every morning. Just uh, talk into the mic and your voice goes out through the wires. And Once a week, whether you need it or not, somebody comes in here and uh, gives you a check for... $38. Wait, what is this one? I have another W. Let me just do this. Sorry. Why? Well, it's really kind of simple, see. Um, I speak into this, and my voice is instantaneously transmitted out where it's heard by well over 100 people. <laughs> um, kind of the same joke there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't know that he died. It makes me want to watch, go back and watch that. Cause it's That's like, a great show. It, I mean... The, show, the episode where he gets drunk on air to try to show the the debilitating effects of alcohol and only gets sharper oh, and sharper is that. a classic. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of the ones that I saw. You know, I mean, I wasn't too young to watch. <laughs> it w. was Johnny Fever who did. I'm or, or, pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Johnny Fever who's getting sharper and sharper <laughs> so as he gets great. drunker and drunker. Because so he's such a laconic presence. Normally, <laughs> I should try that. Um. Yeah. It's. That show, I'm too young to have watched it live, but I've certainly seen the reruns, and it really was a classic for a reason. You know, um, I remember liking it growing up, not seeing it a lot. You know, we were kind of like, whatever was on WUAB TV was the reruns we watched, right? So the UHF station in Cleveland back in the 80s and 90s. So I was familiar with it, but I didn't watch tons of it, but it was still such a... Because I went, went on to be in radio, it was such... A reference point for my family like when I would go to a new station my dad would always ask I'd be like trying to explain who my bosses were he'd be like well is he Which, Andy can you tell me who tell me tell it to me in WKRP <laughs> he would he'd be like he'd be like oh oh so that would be like Gordon like no 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 he's more like the Andy I think some of my family have asked me to tell me tell them what you do in Frasier yes Frasier would yeah exactly and for a while I was a Roz yeah um, especially when I got to like answer phones in a tiny little booth. But anyway, so we're going to play this commercial that uh, you stumbled on in the world of radio. This is for Sleep Tabs, Unisom Sleep Tabs. I yeah. guess it's just a sleep o- aid. OTC sleep aid. Yeah. Um, and what's going on here? Um, somebody is needs to sleep. Uh, because they got to get up in the morning. I think it begins with a woman. You see her getting up in bed in the morning, and she is so excited to be waking up. I've never seen somebody wake up with a bigger smile. Yeah, it's a real Disney princess wake up. Yes, I would you're describe right. it as. And she stretches out, and then you see her on her bed. Like I guess moments later, she puts on a robe at some point, uh, and she's on her bed tip tapping away on her uh, on her uh, laptop. Yep. And but we know nothing about her. This is all going by very quickly. It's a 15 second commercial. Then uh, we get the little pitch about you know she went to bed last night because she took the sleep aid. And then at the very end of the commercial, like literally the last four seconds, we learn why she has to get up early. Look at you, body rested, stress gone, mind sharp. Because clinically proven Unisom let you fall asleep fast and gave you deep restful sleep all night. 
You're ready to go. Morning, early birds. Unison. Good night. Good morning. She's on a drive time radio show called Drive Time Radio. Uh huh. Um, How'd they and, come up with that? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's actually realistic. I made the same exact joke on TBTL today about a real radio show when Luke mentioned Weekday. <laughs> I used to work on a show called Weekday. I said, how'd they come up with that name? <laughs> Looks like it's W-A-D-D, Morning Drive. Wah, That's right. You listen to the wah. I will say morning radio shifts are killer. Yeah, you like, did some bad ones. morning radio shifts. Like, so probably what they're trying to go for here is like what I did at Cairo Radio. I was a producer for it, keep in mind. Not a, not a host. But um, the... You know, like the morning drive time radio show here in Seattle on Cairo FM starts at 5 a.m. And so when I would fill in and produce that show, and that was kind of my kind of my entry to to getting a job at Cairo as a part time producer, then was I would have to get to work at midnight it's or 1230 because yeah. you would need a lot of hours to like, you, you know, take the news from the night before. It was a 24 hour. It is a 24 hour. I'd forgotten how. Yeah. What a toll that took. That was hard. We were date. We were kind of newly dating around then. Not no, brand no, no, new. no, no. We were in Seattle. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking you were talking about. Oh, also, I did get up at three o'clock in the yeah. morning so I could get it at three thirty to produce morning edition That's in right. New Hampshire. That was a little bit. I would put that on me a little bit. Like I had colleagues at the time who if they had that job, they probably wouldn't get in that early, but I just really like to be prepared, yeah. you know. Um you could probably you could probably do a 4 4:30 maybe if you wanted to. But I think we now we hit the air at 5. I wouldn't be getting in it. I wouldn't be getting in at 4:30 yeah. for that. So If in case you're curious, there is something called WAD, W A D D Talk Radio, hmm. uh, which is a Boston-based podcast and WAD stands for whatever anyone decides to discuss. Really? Yes. Oh, that's it interesting. Is an, it is a podcast uh, that has uh, that became defunct in 2016. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, people wanted to discuss a bunch of shit that isn't good on the radio. <laughs> that's a problem. Um, okay, so we heard that commercial there for Unisom, yes. a sleep aid, and then while clearly, clearly the ad the ad wizards were like, "Who has a job that has to get a good night's rest?" While you were watching that, I thought we were watching the same commercial on different computers because this next one for Belvida. These are the little like kind of breakfast snack cookies, breakfast cookie biscuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. breakfast cookies. I call, I call them Oreos. I have to be so hungry to eat a Belvida. I, the only thing I, I don't care. I think for I've them. had them on an airplane. Like, yeah, that's it, that right? Kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is a woman who is a morning drive time talk radio host and who's getting through her morning by eating Belvita. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Belvita breakfast, honey and nuts. Good morning, everybody. Proven to slowly oh. release carbohydrates over four hours, so you can keep going all morning. Okay, great show. Belvita, energy for the whole. You know what? This is Australian. I should have referred I think it's to British. Her. Oh, is that British? Sounds, I'm terrible. Doesn't quite with sound accents. Australian Ready? to me. Three, two, one. Yeah, you're right. I'm terrible with accents. But <laughs> should I have called her a presenter then? Yes, exactly. I, yeah. With an S, please. Okay. Or, now is this Malibu? I guess it's a presenter in both. I guess it's an S in both languages. Both is this alphabets. Malibu Rum commercial a podcast commercial or a radio commercial? It's radio. They acknowledge the existence of podcasts. Well, it takes place primarily in a radio studio, but okay. these guys are some DJs, oh, except I that like instead this. of doing music, oh, I they're in a this. tiny island shack against a beautiful blue blue water and palm tree background, and they are in like a radio studio with like, you know, 
more typically like sort of like, like a little radio shack a actually. little radio yeah. shack yeah. Uh, where you have like two hosts facing each other and having some kind of talk show and what they're talking about is malibu rum today we're going to ask what goes into the world famous malibu boom cocktail <laughs> A couple of ice cubes, a splash of lemonade, a nickel tickle of your favorite coconut flavored white rum, a drop of my man, Mr. Grapefruit, and finally, the most important part. And now all their listeners are just dancing their asses off and shaking their cocktail shakers. Yeah, they, uh, they drop a needle on a record. They're still using records, which I love. And then we see a bunch of people, I guess, from around the island, just like in their own private quarters, just shaking their money makers. And as you know, that also fits into another category of commercial that I really appreciate, which is recipes for oh yeah for things, for the thing that they're advertising. Telling people how, giving people ideas on how they can use your product. Yes. Um, Speaking of products that I look you at like these two use. guys, by the way, this is... Uh, this is, as the kids used to say, squad goals. Like, yeah. this is the platonic ideal of having your own radio station. Oh, totally. Right? Yes. Dropping it looks a so needle fun. on a record and making cocktails and being with your friend and making people dance. Against a beautiful island backdrop. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to go to there. That is wonderful. Now, going back to the world of podcasts for a second, I think we need to power out with this yes. one. This is. I just um, couldn't resist putting this in. I think I was punked by this one, Genevieve. I thought this was a bunch of fake podcasters like talking about a product and their fake podcasts for the sake of this commercial. But no, these are actual real podcasters hawking yes. this product. Yes. So this is a product called Bird Dog Pants, uh, which have a special feature. Yes. I mean, that's the real. And that's it's great. I uh, can't wait to get into it. They have taken their pants innovation onto a bunch of podcast and it's the kind of podcast where like Katie and Christina they are also doing uh, a video component to it right like it's airing on YouTube right, or whatever. Right. A lot of comedians do that. A lot that. of comedians do that. So you have like or as I call them comedians six, for some reason. Six or seven podcasts with like. They're all white dudes. White dude probably not great comedians and they are being introduced to these pants and then they like you know promote them to whatever degree they want to promote them i thought they were all bad actors so i mean they are all bad actors you have uh one i'm just gonna say because they're they're marketing their podcast in the background so i'll say one of them is byb one of them is baby shower comedy one of something like the world show or something with jeff and tim second stringers is one again like here's the scenario um Oh, is that? Did I miss that one? Yeah, yeah. and uh, just bl oh, dear buddies, just blindingly white and, and blindingly so male here. Yeah. Um, and we should talk about what this product is. It's like a million uh, Joe Rogan wannabes, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's talk about what this product is. Does the commercial just tell you? Can we just play it? Yeah, I think they'll explain it. It is not great. It's it's hard to believe this whole thing isn't a joke. <laughs> I know. Maybe it is. I mean, could it be a loss leader for something else? I feel like I'm getting punked here. All right, dig a listen. This is the start of a new way to wear clothes. There's underwear in the pants? Freaking out. I see bird dogs everywhere. Bird dogs? Bird dogs khakis? Imagine the most comfortable boxer briefs you've ever worn sewn right into your pants. Stretchy khakis Why? with silk underwear built inside. This is extreme <laughs> comfort. That's premium. It's so comfortable. They hug me like a warm blanket. We're past underwear separately. I'm wearing them right now. Did they send us a used pair? Did someone wear these already? Why though? It's these they they're they're men's pants with boxers sewn into them 
and they are the most clown ass looking things you will ever see. I mean, they must be mostly. I sometimes think there are products that are only created to be gag gifts, yeah. right? Like this is just something you get your buddy when you're he's you're having his bachelor party, right? So that the stripper is confused when she tries to like unbutton his pants. That's an that's an interesting scenario. <laughs> Because I am, like, I'm on their website now, so congratulations. I'm a problem solver. I see, and the and their various, um, the various style. Hundred dollars. The various style of pants they have are all like I puns on somebody's name. I would accept hundred dollars to wear these pants. Like Wayne Regretzky's, uh-huh. or Tiger Woods is a model, but it's W O U L D S, right? They love, right? They, uh, they love the wordplay, which yeah. you know. Um, Jeff Pesos, um, but anyway, um, I, but they keep they're saying what. They're saying where, their website. Yeah. They're saying how. They're sewn in. They're not saying why. I just want (laughs) to know why. As a man who wears pants and underwear, have you ever thought, like, this is just No, I don't know what it solves for. As we said on the show the other day, what is the pain point here? And also, I mean, I'll just be honest here, but I think I'm in the, I think I'm in the majority, if not the vast majority, like... I will rewear a pair of pants several times. Maybe, yeah, but maybe you're, too that's many the thing. Times. It actually creates a pain point, which is that now you can't rewear the pants more than yeah, once. Yeah, and you have to put them in the wash every single time. Yeah, that's insane. Which is going to wear them out quicker. I just want to know Also, Dumb why. and Dumber should uh, get on the, the horn with their legal team yeah. because they are, they've recreated the scene of Lloyd and Harry riding the little scooter together. Yeah, I'm just, if anybody can explain why, if anybody can explain You're what right. the... It creates a problem that we currently don't have with separate pants and underwear. Yeah, anyway, it's infuriating. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words they're saying Only the echoes of my mind All right, turns out the show is... Well, maybe it was thin, but we don't have time to do the extra segment about uh, the double entendre commercials. We'll hang I, on to it. Yeah, the, but we'll the, do that next week. Those will pile up, I'm sure. So if you yeah. have any double entendre commercials out there that are uh, making you clutch your pearls, uh, mm. please send them my way. Uh, in the meantime, let's check in with the ad council here. Like I said, we have a couple of voicemails today, which is great. I love hearing your voices. And uh, this first one comes from Angela. Hi, Andrew and Genevieve. This is Angela calling from Northeast Ohio. Woo-hoo. Sorry if somebody already called in with this. I don't know that I've listened to every episode. But you were talking about regional names for grocery stores, and we're talking about Giant Eagle. And Andrew mentioned that he thought there was something different about Kroger parts. Here in Northeast Ohio, our Giant Eagle used to be a Kroger, so I do know the difference between the different carts. Kroger's cart sat up higher, Mm -hmm. and they made it so that you could open the back part of the cart. So you didn't have to unload your cart. You could kind of slide it right on up to the cashier. They would undo the back, and you could just slide your groceries up. So that was the difference with the Kroger cart. So I think that somebody might have hipped us to that. Did we cover that on the show later? I, I can't remember, remember it being high enough that it could like belly up to the yes. to the uh, register or to the yeah. conveyor belt. I don't recall, and I apologize if I've just forgotten the part about the little gate being able to be mm-hmm. put down to just move it all up. That's yeah. a great. Why are we? Why are we not all doing that? It's so clearly. A positive innovation. Why aren't? Why doesn't my QFC do that? 
Well, I would prefer them not doing that because I like to unload the grocery cart in the specific order that I want my things bagged because I'm then going to go bag my groceries. So I want to unload my cart on the belt and I'm going to make sure that like... You can still do that, but it gives people the option I to I guess just it gives slide. you the option, yeah, because I like to Nothing's put all the heavy stuff on the front it. of the belt, right? The big stuff. You know what it does? Then, it incentivizes you to organize your cart in the proper way. Oh, that's interesting. It's harder to organize a cart, though, than it is to arrange things on a belt. That sounds like quitter talk. <laughs> all right. So um, that's the grocery cart segment <laughs> of that voicemail. But here, there's more. I just wanted to call in with that. Also, you were talking about dreams in commercials. I just thought it was interesting that I did have a dream that featured your podcast. Um, I'm, a- I'm just going to pause it there. I'll, I'll fill it in. Basically, she had a dream where it was like the Old Spice commercial, only yeah. I was on the horse. Wow. Yeah. Right? Wait, maybe I'm Was that it? Maybe I'm misremembering right, oh, do, that. Do we need to finish the, <laughs> the voicemail? Or? Wait, uh, maybe, you know what? I might, have, I might have gotten that wrong. Was that your was dream? I was a dreamer. So as I was dreaming and there was a podcast playing in the background, I kind of made a note in my dream to listen to what it was. And it was after these messages. <laughs> and you were talking about commercials that featured horses, which I don't know that you've done uh, after these messages with that. Show idea. But I do follow Andrew on Twitter. And I think he may have tweeted that you were on a road trip listening to songs about horses. So I thought it was interesting that that's called interconnected, in my mind, at least. Love the show. Keep up the good work. And that would make sense because we um, did our show about dreams quite a while ago, and that might have coincided around the time you and I took that road trip where we were. And I did tweet something, and I'm like, we're at that stage of the road trip where we're just trying to think of every song we want to listen to on Spotify um, that has is related to horses in yes. some way. Right? I think we should do a show about horses. Yeah, and it could it could be. I mean, you, you you begin and end with the old Spice Guy, right? Yeah. Head council, it's jingle time. Hey guys, it's Bill from Kingston. I grew up in the '60s. My family had five kids in it, and we would dance around the kitchen singing this. Making this. Shake a put and shake a put and shake a put and shake a shake a put and shake a put and shake a put and shake. And that's it. Do you have any idea what Bill is talking about? I don't. <laughs> I was hoping you you did some background research here. Yes, and I think Bill ended up sending these in, too. This is an old commercial. Again, this is 1960s. This is a black and white commercial. Uh, two little kids in the kitchen. I'm assuming brother and sister scenario here. And they are going to make some jello pudding, but you got to shake it. A new idea, kids. Brand new from Jell-O Instant Pudding. I hear this voice and I just think I'm watching Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. Is that not the most Ren and Stimpy? I mean, obviously that's what Ren and Stimpy is parodying. with. A new idea, kids. Brand new from Jell-O Instant Pudding. Shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a Shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a Shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a Shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake a pudding, shake Everybody's shaking intensifies. Yep, they're making Jello instant pudding in a shaker. Watch. Just pour two cups of cold milk in a shaker, any quart size shaker, add the Jello instant pudding, any swell flavor, put the top on tight, and start shaking. In one short minute, that Jello instant pudding is ready to pour into dessert dishes. And in just a few minutes more, it's ready to eat. Smoother, creamier, and twice as good as ever before. 
Try this new idea. Tell your friends about it. Ask mom to look for this special Jell-O Instant Pudding display. And then shake a pudding. Jell-O Instant Pudding, the busy day dessert. How many kitchens in the 1950s were absolutely destroyed from <laughs> ill-sealed court containers. Yeah, good. I am trying to think of a modern equivalent, and this could just be because I don't have kids, and I'm not a kid, so I don't watch children's programming, but I really like the idea of involving the kids in the making of the treat. Yes. And turning it into an experience and almost a toy or a game, yeah. and then the reward is you get to eat the pudding. I can't think of, I mean, the closest thing I can think of, and this is very different, is my sister had one of those uh, easy bake ovens. So she would make us little cakes. Yeah, but that's an actual toy. Yeah. That's not how like a grown up makes food for no. the uh, for the family. But I feel like you are right. There are, there are definitely a whole series of, or a whole bunch of commercials that are grounded in the idea that like helping usually mom, you know, especially in these sort of retrograde ones, mm-hmm. uh, helping mom uh, like make usually a dessert that there's a role for a kid. Like I know that that's, I know we've seen other ones like that. And I think like we could probably, we could probably find a, some good examples. Yeah. I wonder if there's something we can build around there. So horses and kids in the kitchen. Got and it. no more podcast shows. Okay. <laughs> Ever. Don't worry. There aren't, no, there's no more to be had. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. It's weird that commercial just had a third kid appear about halfway through it. Did you think that was weird? Yes. And like it you also, see you see it kind of like what you think is a classic brother and sister. Yeah, but situation. then it seems like more of a friend. And then you know, uh, there's another over. girl there now, and then there, the one girl gets kind of giggly, and you're wondering if there's a crush situation. Yeah, going it's interesting on. that that's the take they use because I do think it's kind of nice how natural it is that they're just having being silly and having fun. Yeah. But it also, you know, it it breaks up the continuity of the jingle and and everything. So. It's kind of an interesting choice for a time like that, for a time yeah. so long ago. It does seem fun, though. Thanks for sending that in, Bill. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, check out all of these commercials. Genevieve will post the links to the Facebook group. You just look for After These Messages Show uh, on the Facebooks. Or email us at After These Messages. Oh, uh, I don't know if After These Messages Show on the Facebooks is where you find us, but After These oh, Messages... Really? will de- probably okay. do it after these messages but you should look for after these messages show at gmail uh mm-hmm. to to email us or call us at 607-444-5597 that's 607-444-5597 we'll talk to you guys next week back again with the caravan of man's from pakistan karachi